Blue Shirts fans, welcome to the Worst New York Rangers Podcast, a podcast about the NHL's least favorite team, the New York Rangers. And let me just start off by saying, let's fucking go, boys. Rangers, 6-2 in Carolina. Holy shit, we fucking did it. I, I, I just, I cannot believe, I cannot believe what I saw last night. Now, I'm going to break it all down. So we basically saw the Rangers' best playoff series game. Better than their last game seven against Pittsburgh. Better than any game they played at the Garden this year. Better than any game they played during the regular season. The Rangers absolutely controlled this game. They dominated. The power plays were insane. Igor was insane. I mean, everybody showed. Strom got a goal tonight. It was, it was just a great, great, great game. And and what a way! I know we always have to end these series in a game seven, and I'm really hoping that this next series doesn't go that way. But I, I just there, there's no other way Rangers could win. There's just no other way that this team could win this this game or this series, but going into a game seven and then showing up. On their home ice. And before uh, we break down this game, I just want to talk about the statistic that says the team that scores first has a 75% chance of winning the game. And then they were announcing that on ESPN. I think it was Ray who said it. And I was just waiting. Uh, <laughs> we scored first. And I was like, wait, what, what, what was that uh, the, the statistic? It was a uh, team who scores first got a 75% chance of winning. Hmm, that's interesting. Now, the first five minutes of this game, um, very nervous, back and forth. Canes ended up drawing a penalty and put the Rangers on a power play. Now, with about shit, 20 seconds left to this power play, Frank Vitrano makes a pass to Cop outside the zone. Cop gets it to Lafreniere. Lafreniere drops back for a little backhand, behind-the-back pass, like a little one of those passes that Panarin always tries to make. And if he fucks up, you're like, damn it, Panarin, what are you doing? And if he makes it, you're like, oh my god, you're a god, you're literally Jesus on ice skates. But he makes a drop back pass to Fox, and Fox just lays one home with two seconds left of the power play to put Rangers 1-0 in the first. And I just want to say about this goal, this is one of those absolute team effort goals. Now, we all know as hockey fans that it is a team effort. You have star players, but you can't get this shit done on your own. But a lot of times when we see an awesome goal scored, we kind of like, oh man, he scored a goal, or Mika did a snipe, or Kreider was in front of the net. But you really have to take into consideration and for account that you have to set these things up, and sometimes it's just the right thing after the right thing after the right thing leads to a goal. And this was very much so one of those Everything right happened all at once, and everybody played their part well, and that's what led to Adam Fox getting this goal. So immediately after this penalty, the Rangers draw their own penalty and have to kill it, and you can see intensity is ramped up, and the Rangers pull through, they kill this penalty, and immediately following that penalty, the Canes draw another penalty for Two many men, many, 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 many men on the ice. Now on this power play, we are set up in the zone. Puck gets handed to Mika. He's living in his spot for his one-timer snipe. 
Mika does his one-timer. He goes a little bit wide, a little bit to the left side of Ranta. But you know Kreider, he's living in front of the net, and he gets a little deke, little reflect right in front and puts it right into the net. At exactly 12 minutes, Rangers are up 2-0 in the first. I've heard a couple people say, like, what a fucking lucky shot, you know, how lucky fucking Kreider is. If you break down this play and watch it again, when Mika shoots this shot, Kreider is right in front of the net and sees the puck. He deflects it in. So when it hits the tape of his stick, before that happens, you can see Kreider lift his back right leg up because he knows once it hits his stick, he's putting it in the net. So to say that this was an accidental or a lucky goal, I mean, all goals in hockey are lucky, you know, but this one was very intentional by Chris Kreider. Now, not even 10 seconds after the second goal that the Rangers score, Kane's push into Rangers zone and set up right in front and make a nice shot wrister right in to the net. And Shesterkin does one of his sliding left pad toe saves, totally robbing Kane's of that opportunity of a goal. So for the rest of period one, Rangers spend most of their time on the offense. A lot of great chances. No more goals go in, though. They spend a lot of time driving to the net. A lot of great opportunities that I'll have to give them credit for. Ranta is stopping and in the right spot every time. But for the last two minutes of this period, Canes are spending a lot of time in Rangers zone, trying to defend this, and Igor has to pull out all stops and make about two or three really good highlight reel Shesterkin saves. I'm not even going to try to break these down. These are goals you're just going to have to go and look up yourself because they're just that good. But end of the first is 2-0. Rangers are up, and we're feeling pretty good. Now, for almost the entirety of period two, it's very back and forth. I would say it's, it's very even for the Rangers and the Hurricanes. I would say the first belonged to the Rangers, and the second was very, very close. But closing in on the final five minutes, uh, they make a breakaway towards the net for the Hurricanes. Ryan Strom outplays Ranta in a way that puts him out of the net. Basically, an open net goal for Strom. And like I said, I will always give credit where credit is due. Ronta makes an incredible left pad save. He's totally out of the net, and he stops this shot. Now, it's very important to break this part down because a lot of players, and you've heard this said, a lot of players, they miss a shot like that, it'll get to them. They'll look up to the sky, they'll say, oh my God, they'll point up, they say, I can't believe that. Strom never misses a beat, although the puck does get cleared, and it ends up in the Rangers' zone. The absolute next chance that they get is them driving back to the net and Strom makes a wrister. He's got an open player. He could totally make the pass, but unlike Rangers, he makes the shot and scores. And this is really important because Strom had a chance to make this goal and Strom's been looking for a goal since he even got his goal revoked um, in that last game. He's really been looking for a shot, and I think that Strom needed to get that goal as a booster. But it's really important to say, like, okay, he was in the mix and almost had a chance to score. He didn't let that take him out of his game because this is the playoffs. You know, you have to be in it. 
The fact that he could have scored earlier doesn't matter. He stayed with it. He stayed with his game and ended up scoring on the next shift. He was on the next, I'm sorry, the next drive back to the net that he could. And that just shows you, you know, anything can happen. you got to keep your head in the game. Period two ends. Period three starts. And immediately within the first 30 seconds, Canes have an incredible chance to score a goal. Igor does Igor things and stops it. And again, not going to break it down. Something you need to just go and see for yourself. But um, face-off happens in the Rangers zone. Um, we end up getting control of the puck. And it ends up in the stick of... Frank Vetrano. Now, Frank Vetrano sees Chris Kreider close to the line and gives him a pass. And we know that Chris and Frankie are very, 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 very fast. And I think Frank sees this and knows, hey, if I can get this to Chris, he's going to be fucking gone. And when he gets it to Chris, he is fucking gone. Boom. Blasts into Kane's zone. He's got a man sticking him. He does not let that face him. Does the absolute sickest, full confidence, drive to the net, backhander, lays it home, and just like that, Rangers are up 4 nothing in period three. So we're halfway through period three. Canes are on a power play, and they can't get the puck out of the zone. Well, Shesterkin comes out of the net, behind the net, and tries to pass the puck. Well, as he passes the puck, he doesn't get enough on it and puts it right in front of the net. So now it's an empty net, and Shusterkin is not in it. So he has to drive to the net and make a dive. Someone on the Rangers makes a great play, dives in front of the net, and deflects the puck out. No goal. But on this shift, Igor is a little bit shaken up because he's not in, and he realizes, I think, that, oh, fuck, I almost just gave a free goal away. And this puck bounces around and gets to the top into the tape of... Tony D'Angelo and I hate this prick don't like me you know Tony D'Angelo and there are very few hockey players that I don't like we all know why we don't like Tony D'Angelo but um I mean he absolutely blasts a one-timer and scores not to take anything away from Tony D'Angelo but this was all Igor's fault he tried to get too fancy with the puck he came out of the net and like I said nothing against um Igor we're up four at this point. Uh, this brings cuts the lead to 4-1. But it was just a bad play by Shesterkin. I mean, the guy's a god. He plays well all the time. He's allowed to make a mistake here and there. I, I don't hold that one against him. And, uh, we, you know, you just keep moving. Now, the kid line is on the ice, and there's a turnover at the blue line. Filipito is in the zone now, drives to the net, and he absolutely just lays a clean one in and scores, puts us back up four, and it's 5-1. This is important because you can feel the momentum for Carolina kind of pick up. I know that this is a low-scoring series, but it's the playoffs. There's still time on the clock. You can't give up. Anything could have happened. So I'm glad that they scored this, brought their lead back up by four, and it was just awesome, you know, just kind of hammer home. They're like, yo, this kid line is nothing to fuck with. Now, at this time... Filipito scores on the Hurricanes' third goalie because Ronta goes down and hurts himself a little bit before this, and he's no longer in the net. But I really do have to say, before this is over, this entire thing, I have to say and just shout out, Ronta played great this entire series. 
he was a huge, 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 huge factor in the Rangers not winning this series sooner. He's been a great goalie. And people are saying, oh, Rangers can't beat a first goalie. They can only beat second goalies and third goalies, blah, 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 blah. At the level that Ronto was playing at, as far as I'm concerned, he was a starter. He needs more credit than that. He can't go down in history as just a second goalie. He did his job. The Rangers just wanted it more. Now, we're running out of time in the third period here. Um, they make a drive towards the net. The Canes do. And um, Igor makes a save. But Domi's right in front. And he just smacks one. Goes uh, high glove side on Chesterkin. Right in front of the net. And a goal goes through. So the game now is 5-2. And shortly after this, Hurricanes realize that we're going to need to start scoring goals. So they pull their goalie. Now, with about three minutes left in the third period, the Canes make a shot on goal. Igor makes a save. It gets passed over to Mika Zibanejad. Mika Zibanejad, um, he lifts it out of the zone. He knows we have an empty net. We're going to score here. But instead of trying to make the shot himself and get an icing, he lifts it out of the zone, and Cop is right there for that read. And easily... Cop gets the puck and makes their sixth goal of the game. Now, it, this is nothing. It's an empty net. You know, when you pull a goalie, there's two things that are going to happen. Stay offensive, stay in the zone, score, or lose control of the puck. The other team's going to score an empty netter. That's just how it is. That's how it always goes. Um, th- th- there's there's just no other, there's no other way to say it. I- I'm... I'm glad that Mika didn't get too um, selfish. He lifted it up. I'm glad that Cop got to score this goal and really just put the nail in the coffin in this series and, and to end this game. And this is, uh, it can be felt, you know, the game is over. There's not enough time for the Hurricanes to score four goals. Uh, you can start to see all of the Canes fans start to leave. Blue Shirts fans are in the building. They all get up to the glass, they move down as far down as they can and they just start making noise and it feels like a mini msg like it feels like they're at a mini garden even though controversy with uh, the hurricanes not allowing anyone who doesn't have residence in raleigh to buy tickets to this game there are a lot of blue shirt fans here there are a lot of rangers fans that came to support and you know they're not going anywhere this game's about to be over and their team's about to take the series um at someone else's home away they are they're getting pretty loud uh and it's starting to look uh pretty sweet for these rangers fans speaking of rangers fans um if you were on instagram during all this or after this you could see all of the viewing parties that all the rangers fans were at and how loud and how happy everyone around the world was going especially in new york but uh yeah it it was cool man Uh, this win was great it didn't feel like the Game 7 win against Pittsburgh because it was so, like, neck and neck. But this was important for us because up until up until we won, and even now, you know Rangers have been getting called out and counted out for everything. They haven't been given their, their due diligence and not been given the dues to say that, hey, these are the last five teams. These are the last five teams in the NHL playing for the Stanley Cup. And the fucking Rangers are one of them. And now, there's only four teams left. There are four teams left. The Rangers are about to play Tampa Bay for the Eastern 
conference finals. How insane is that? So now that uh, now that uh, the game's out of the way, we won. We have our one day to celebrate, and uh, tonight the Rangers will play Tampa Bay at Madison Square Garden for Game One of the Eastern Conference Finals. And this episode is going to go live before Game One of this next series. So I'll just throw in what I think about this next series right now. And this will just kind of be an all-in-one recap slash vibes for the next game going in. So uh, vibes going into this game, I really think that the Rangers have a shot. I mean, they're, like I said, one of the last four teams alive in this run and this chase for the cup. They are playing absolutely well. I would like for this not to go to a Game 7, but this is not going to be easy. Tampa Bay is a monster of a team. The Rangers are going to have to play completely different. They played in Series 1 and 2 to combat them. And let me just get this out of the way right now. The Rangers have beaten Tampa Bay in the regular season, and we've heard that. They're 3-0, and I think, against them in the regular season, and I'm sure that on ESPN... They're going to nonstop talk about how the Rangers are 3-0 and against Tampa Bay. But that was regular season. This is playoff hockey. It's a totally different beast. And for anyone in New York or anyone that's a fan of the Rangers or a fan of hockey, period, you, if you think the Rangers are going to come and just steamroll, you're going to have to rethink that because everybody thought that was going to happen to Pittsburgh because we beat them. Everyone thought that was going to happen to the Hurricanes because... Georgiev has beaten them before. He shut them out. And playoff hockey is a different beast. Everybody in the regular season is playing to get to the playoffs. And normally all the teams that make it, they know they're going to make it. Like especially Tampa Bay, they know they're going to make it. So they're not playing their best hockey. The Rangers have to play their best hockey to make it to the playoffs. That's why this year the Rangers have been phenomenal. Every other team that would normally make it is like, ah, I mean, who else in my division is really going to stop me from making it? That's their mindset, and that has to be the Rangers' mindset to make it. Now, when all those other great teams that make it, they they flip a switch. They're Okay, it's playoff hockey. Now it's time to play at our best. When the Rangers just try to play at their best every single game, whether they do or they don't, that's the mentality. That's why these series have been so hard, because we have a different mentality coming into these games than other teams do. We just try to play the game we've been playing all year while every other team says, okay, it's time to turn it on and play playoff hockey. So it's going to be hard. It's going to be scary, but we have home ice. We're going to be okay. We just need to stick to what we do best, and that's playing our game. And yeah, with that said, uh, that's our full recap. Um, Those are our vibes. I think that uh, instead of doing a bozo, comment of the day i'm just going to go with some of the things i've been hearing and saying uh something i didn't cover was uh truba made a a a clean might i add a clean hit on jarvie and put him out for the rest of the game and um uh a lot of people around the league have been saying that you know the only reason the rangers can win is because they're putting hits that hurt people and the fact that they are uh They can only beat second and third string goalies and and all this shit. And I'm like, first of all, it's fucking hockey. It's contact. It's physical. I mean, get the fuck over it. And injuries happen in hockey. 
No matter what anyone says, it just happens. It's not anyone's fault that your team wasn't there. I mean, we lost Barkley Goodrow for a good few games, and he's obviously a monumental player for us. So um, the excuses don't need to be there. They just can't. They can never give Rangers their due, you know. So, But I'm not going to worry about it. We have this last day, and now in tonight, we're going to enjoy this. And then, like I said, we're going to be in round three, and everyone else will be watching our team at home on TV. So, I mean, vibes are good. I'm happy. And with that being said, um, let's just enjoy how far we've come. Let's enjoy that we still got at least four more games of this playoff run for the Rangers. And that... uh, I think we were all expecting a rebuild to happen within the next two seasons after this season and for us to kind of, you know, have a chance. And um, even though we're happy with where we are and uh, we're playing with house money at this point, as they say, and uh, we could totally have our run stop here and be happy. We're just so close, man. Let, let's 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 go as far as this thing will take us. Um, but on the other side of that, I think I speak for all the Rangers fans everywhere when I say we are so proud of this team and everything that's happened so far and that uh you know uh life is good for us (laughs) for lack of a better word uh life is good and uh you know we're all happy so uh just remember it's not over until it's over no quit praise be to Kako and let's go Rangers